said it was good today and she's got after me like stop talking like that who are you trying to talk like <laughs> the thing is when you work on your matcha man voice it corrupts your entire life it does <laughs> she's like i can hear you in the shower talking like Majo man <laughs> that's my cousin we lived in the same th- uh the same apartment we all lived together for a while and i would hear him in the back he'd be like yeah mm. he'd be like it's like <laughs> or it mix, corrupts yeah. you though or yeah he'd Mixing that with just Axl Rose whales. Ow! <laughs> Walking around the house going, oh, yeah! It's like, what the hell is that? Brent, yeah. you gotta, sometimes you... he'd kick open the door and go, it ain't pretty! <laughs> Those were dark times in Supernova. <laughs> uh, who was Supernova? Tommy Lee? No. Oh, yeah, never mind. That's Rock that Rock Show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there was Rockstar in Excess and then Rockstar Supernova. Yeah, never mind. I think in Excess was the It Ain't Pretty. Yeah, dirty. I heard yeah. that about Did 10. you hear that that singer, the Canadian dude, he he was homeless last I heard. He got kicked out of the band for drugs and he was homeless living on the streets. That's awesome because he sucked. <laughs> And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Hi and welcome to Here Comes Some Wisdom Episode 16 of your favorite Carter, Trevor and Brent themed podcast I'm Brent I'm Carter I'm Trevor So thank you for listening If you would like to contact the show Please write us at here comes wisdom at, at gmail.com or Carter, what about your blog? Where could they go to find that? Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com. Thank you nice. and enjoy the show. So I went back to a classic last night. What was, was that? watching? Mean? Just watching uh, a classic some... segment of the podcast. You went back and listened to old episodes? Beyond that, I was thinking about ideas and looking for inspiration with some Chris Hansen. Highlights. <laughs> some old to catch a predator clips, and there's some stuff that I had not seen before. Really, absolute classics, and still holds up well. Now, Trevor, tell me, have you seen the cerebral palsy predator? I do believe I have. That's a special set. I even drew. My wife was drawn in to watch it. First, like, what the hell are you watching? That's horrible. Because <laughs> how do you like, feel when you watch that, though? I feel pretty good. I feel pretty happy. <laughs> she was judging for about 10 seconds when there's like somebody crawling like up to the steps of a 13-year-old kid's house. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you feel bad for a split second and then it's just pure entertainment? Yeah, or... yeah well, this ah. one, yeah. Well, this one, even the girl even stayed in the room for like 10 minutes. He's like, so what do you want to do to me? He was crawling so slow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So... What do you want to do to me exactly? So she was playing. She played it out for a long time. Oh, and he's and like, "I'm very slowly going to." 
He just wanted to show her. He didn't want to, he wasn't a talker. He just wanted to get Let right to it. You. He brought his he brought his shaving cream and his razor. Oh. He just wanted to get busy. <laughs> he brought his props. He brought <laughs> his props. The bad thing is that he's got really shaky hands. I don't know. Oh, that would be a terrible <laughs> shave job. <laughs> There'd be a lot of ingrown hairs, a lot of nicks. Who's <laughs> what kind of kid is like? Does this guy think it's real? How can you think it's real? Like, I'm gonna invite some guy with cerebral palsy to come and shave my junk. Like, <laughs> that's the first tip that something's wrong. <laughs> this guy doesn't have a lot going for him. Couldn't run away. <laughs> police had to did come in. Did they give, they, did no, they those, give him a head start? The, the police came into the house after Chris was done with them? We'll say so. Yeah. Oh. Uh, couldn't let him. Yeah. So you, so you it still don't holds even, up. Like, I feel bad thinking about it, but God, you can't feel bad for these people. That's the catch. Mm. Could do anything. It could be like, hey, they walk through the door and there's just a pool they step into and like, slowly like drown for a little bit then pull them out it's like let's just watch them like slowly think they're gonna drown (laughs) who cares they're perverts it's funny if they're in pain i think that's maybe what it is about that show right you can just watch bad things happening to somebody and feel fine you can watch somebody's life be totally ruined and watch the worst people in the world have their lives destroyed and the thing is is that since they're total filth, that it's a, it, we feel like it's okay because these people deserve it. Like, yeah, there's the segments. It's like the it's like the chat logs you start with oh. to get you all riled up. Then there's the arrival at the house, which is just the build up. And then sometimes he'll read the chat logs to but the guy. The, but then there's what you talk about the split second, the end of life. <laughs> Definitely when. Chris enters the room and Hanson steps the, in and has something to say. The twitch. Yeah, it's just that split. It's like, oh, it's over. My life is over. I've just ruined my life. And then the cameras come out. Oh, and then the and lemonade and the sandwiches. <laughs> that's before. That's still build up. It's like, oh, I'll have a sandwich. <laughs> this, then, guy, this guy walk in with the razor but and shaving cream you in forgot. his hand. You forgot about the sense of relief where Chris is like, you know, we're not the police. You're free to go. Yeah. You're just on TV. And then they're like, oh, but, but good. Later, I'm not going to do this for a while. Then they walk out. Later in the game, though, down. guys knew it was over. Yeah. Uh, As the series progressed, guys would just try and stay in the kitchen because it was the end of their life, right? Yeah. They knew when they walked out that door that. You know, I was, I, I know I turned down the sandwich, but I'd like it actually. I'd like another sandwich, please, sir. And they're looking at, like, bathroom windows, like, to escape, and (laughs) they're trying to plot a way out. Was this kitchen just redone? I'm I'm thinking about getting mine redone, but I'm going to spend, you know, like, ten years in jail, so I I wonder what the styles are going to be like in ten years from now. So would it be wrong to start a... If Predator was still flowing strong, would it be wrong to start a business where you just kept tabs on where Chris Hansen was? Like paid membership, paid membership. Like where in the world is Chris Hansen? (laughs) You might want want to know. Is just if you want to know where he is, he's in the city. (laughs) Just I don't. I don't even think it would deter these people, Brent. I really don't. I think that they're so sick that they just have to go for it. 
Wasn't there somebody who was on twice? Three. Three. Oh, holy crap. Three times yeah, or three time people they, were Last twice? time they caught him at the McDonald's. Hmm. Two separate houses and McDonald's. Chris Hansen had some very mean things to say to this man the third time. <laughs> I've never seen him just chop someone down. Normally he doesn't call people filthy pieces of crap and doesn't like personally attack them. He just says he, like, you got a he, problem, you need to get he, rehabilitated. No, he just wants, he's like, you're going to tell me, hey, uh, in, in line 17 of this, you said this. What do you think about that? He just wants their story before yeah. he ruins their lives. But I've never seen him just totally rip into somebody, but he really took it into that one guy in the McDonald's. It was pretty good. Hmm. What a beautiful show. Okay. So just heads yeah, just just so you know, it still holds up. Oh, I saw Arsenal trending on Twitter, and I thought it was Arsenio Hall had died. <laughs> I got all sad for a second. So I was supposed to get a ride from someone last week and got just got a text message at the last minute that he couldn't take me out golfing because his wife's hand had been basically said it got crushed what? by a bed oh that's Ooh. not good no so they were off to the hospital or waiting at the hospital so I was still golfing with a bunch of other people so the whole time we're out there it's like oh how bad could this have been what yeah, could have happened? happened yeah what's happened she had then the it's hospital, like, yeah. Then it's like, oh, her, it was trapped. She was, her hand was like stuck in the bed. Was what another text said. So it's just like mis- mystery. Mystery building up. What could have possibly happened? Now here... Oh, boy. Now I'm going to explain this to you. This is just an unbelievable situation. To try and put yourself in her place. Think what <laughs> you would do. So she was putting together a bed, a custom-made bed that Grandpa had made for her. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect fit, like the mattress and ba- the mattress and the frame, like super tight, like just made perfectly. Custom. Yeah, custom made bed, just thing of beauty. Now she goes to put the mattress in, and it's tough to get in. So, oh no, she, she thinks, "Help! I'll put the front of the mattress up on the headboard, slide the back end in, and then just push the top down. It'll go in. Drop in. Yeah. So when she's putting the back part in." Headboard falls in, the headboard mattress falls in and locks into place. Her With. arm her arm is stuck under between the frame and the end other end of the mattress and is not moving. Oh my god. Yeah, just yeah. Home alone. Oh. Home alone. She was now so she's staying there completely stuck, no circulation going. No phone oh. or anything, no one's around. Oh. She's stuck there alone. Her husband, it's, he was at work. He's like, yeah, if it's, if it's not raining, I'm going to go golfing. If it is raining, I'm just going to stay at work. And it rained. So it starts to rain just a little bit. Oh. After about an hour. So she's gone an hour. No circulation. She's praying for that rain. Come on, rain. Please, rain. Please, rain. No, rain. Rain keeps him at work, so it's starting to drizzle. Oh. And he's got to go home to get his clubs. Yeah, so if he's going golf, he's got to go get the clubs. She's stuck there for two hours. Then he comes home. Here's some screaming from, like, thinks it's kids like a block away. Oh. Like, Wait a minute. No, that's in the house. Goes in. Can't even lift the mattress off of her. Has to take the bed apart. And race off to hospital. Oh, I would have started chewing my arm. But three minutes in. Mm-hmm. I, I have no tall. I'm so, like, not claustrophobic, but panicky. 
Oh. Yeah, so the arm's probably okay. I saw a picture of it later. There's some dead skin. Might need it's a graft. Right. Like just a small spot in the middle of the arm, right where the mattress was. Because there's no blood. Yeah. So yeah, that's Anything a pretty broken? awful situation. No, there's nothing broken. So she got a bunch of morphine. Got to relax that night. But just that's a bad situation. I don't think I'd handle it well. I'd probably just try and rip the bed apart. That's I think that's what I would do. Yeah, break, shatter the bed. Yeah. Or like, did she have a screwdriver or anything? Like, no. claw the bed apart? <laughs> no, there is nothing in range. Just you're standing there. Feeling nothing. And I'm sure you were in pain. a really comfortable position too. Like, not bent over awkwardly. Like, so your back is like, twisted or anything because mm-hmm. you know oh mm-hmm. man i also do like can you guess what movie they just watched one or two days before this happened oh, oh no god i know what you're gonna say now <laughs> james it all franco makes sense. Mm-hmm. james franco in a cave 127 hours yeah rip i'll go rip my arm off i guess it takes a bit longer than that to rip the arm off so 100 minutes mm. 120 minutes doesn't do it but not quite maybe a bit long no Need a bit more than that. That makes me sad. Yeah. How's she doing? Like I said, seemed okay. She got a bottle of morphine. She's all right. having a beer with a buddy of mine and he was telling me about a friend of his who's kind of in the doghouse. I guess the him and his girlfriend moved in together and things are already kind of rough and she's getting really like really like dramatic and emotional and there's an incident that maybe push push things beyond the point of no return maybe. We're not sure yet. Okay. But uh him I guess they're kind of like her family's pretty well off, so they went they went out uh, to a fancy restaurant the other night. And this is kind of a curb your enthusiasm moment. It's the only way I can imagine it. Is I think it might have been a segment or something. But <laughs> So apparently this was a big, big, big deal. They went out for dinner to a fancy restaurant, and the mom got it. And it was like a really fancy restaurant, you know? Got it like pick up the tab? Yeah, she okay. took them out for dinner. The couple, right? Mom and the couple. And so they order something, and he can't eat it all, so he asks to put it in a to-go bag, okay? Now, they're going home, and they get, like, off the subway or something. They're walking home, and there's a guy asking for money. So the guy (laughs) takes the food and gives it to the homeless person. That's a good idea, you know. You know that guy ain't gonna spend it on booze or the drugs or something. The girl starts crying about how disrespectful he has just been in front of the homeless guy. They start having a fight. And she's literally in tears crying about how he doesn't respect her and blah blah blah, you're so rude, that's so inconsiderate. My mother bought you this meal and you're giving it away to some filthy homeless guy while he's like right he's like having the meal of his life yeah, he's uh. like, this like hundred dollar plate and and i mean is that a bad move or a good move like what do you guys think like to me it was kind of like 
when he was telling me the story, he didn't build it up to something was going wrong. He was just telling me what happened. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, and she freaked out all of a sudden. I was like, over that? I thought it was going somewhere. Is that like, what, is that a bad thing? What do you guys think? I can see both sides, but I, I, I like his side. It's classy. It seems like a nice thing to I would have never even thought. First of all, I'd never give anything to a hopeless person because it's me. But I mean, other than that, I mean, Brent, what do you think? I cannot see both. Well, can you trying to see, see both? both trying to see both sides? No, him. It's fine. It's his little bit of food. It's just old food. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold up its value. He can't sell it again. It's not worth anything. How much food was there? Just leftovers. Not a lot. I think. Well, then who cares? She needs to just... Chill? Relax. <laughs> just relax. Oh. Like, is this really what you... Is this really what it's going to come down to? Is this? Yeah. There's obviously other issues in the relationship, <laughs> you think, maybe. You, this think is, maybe. you don't respect my mother. This my is mother what you want to draw. This, this, is this is what you're going to draw a line in the sand. <laughs> People have to make their stands, but... Maybe you picked the wrong battle. Especially because the homeless guy's on your side, you know, <laughs> on the guy's side. Do you want yeah, me to pull you... out a shovel or something? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Carter, your girlfriend was sick this week, okay? Yep. I did do everything in the house. From what Facebook was telling me, you were kind of being like the superhero there. Yeah, I you went out you... and got all the, you know, the ginger ale, the medicine, stuff like that. The Crackers. Weird times of the night. Yep. Did I... you make her soup? Yes. But you she made had made it before soup. and I just put it in the microwave. Oh, you're a nice guy, though. <laughs> yeah. And I heard it was a pretty busy weekend because the camera crews were over at your house, too, right? Yep. Yeah. The uh, the dogs are our local celebrities, right? So they they came for an <sighs> interview, all the, the local newspapers and TV stations. Your dogs are on the news again. Yeah. Why? So, As usual. Okay. About dog bite awareness. Carter's dogs are on the news once a month. It, they it's... have their own blog. <laughs> That's another subject. Oh, okay. Boy. But, um, so yeah, the camera crews, you know, we're going to pull up and take some stock footage of the house and the dogs. And we realized that the Christmas lights were still up. In the ghetto. <laughs> Well, Carter, what month is it? It's, it's May. May. Sure, all the neighbors have theirs up still, but ours is and the only house can be on TV. So that won't do. Someone's got to take them down. One problem, I don't do ladders. Nope. I'm Carter, not afraid not of heights. I'm not a fan of ladders. I would have never guessed. No, I'm not afraid of heights. Like, you know, I'll be snowboarding out west and be like, oh, there's a 10-foot cliff. No problem. I'm, avo- I'm, you know, I'm not <laughs> avoiding that. I'm going to hit that direct. I'm going to try to get as much air as I can. Where's yeah, the half pipe, you know? I want videos of Carter hitting 10-foot Anybody that's ever snowboarded with Carter, please send us videos of Carter being extreme, jumping off ten. Oh, there's clicks. there's videos of me I could post on the blog of me jumping off my roof with while snowboarding and just yeah, just getting there. So, so you're extreme most yeah, of the time. But I can't climb ladders. Something's wrong. So I got my girlfriend Janelle to put up the Christmas lights this year, and I held the ladder. But this year it was different. She was very sick in bed. And the camera crews were coming the next day. So what did you do? I had to go up and do the ladder work myself. And it was really bad. I had did a you pan- have a panic attack? I, I did have a little panic attack. And then I got over it because I came down, realized what step I was on is about six and a half feet high. <laughs> That's enough to fall. But, but my roof is 24 feet high at the, at the so peak. So you're frozen at the six foot step. <laughs> 
If you can't move. But then I'm six feet, so maybe it was a bit higher than that. I don't know. But then my arms You're, and stuff, you know, got the extra reach. Were you panicking pretty hard? I was. I was like, get me down. So it's like, why is this guy like five steps up the ladder and he hasn't moved in three hours? Yeah. It's like always the camera, been... the camera crews are there filming you. <laughs> the next step. I'm going to jump. I remember my dad is uh, a little scared of heights. Ladders and stairs are heights are different things. Get it right. Okay. Oh, stairs? I mean, ladders and heights. <laughs> Stair- <laughs> Those stairs are too high. <laughs> Yeah, fear of stairs. Carter only has elevators in his house. <laughs> uh, my dad was—he had to shingle or put tin roof on a barn, and he was going to do it by himself, which is really smart to go up on a roof by yourself. First of all, that's genius, especially when it's like a forty or fifty-five, fifty-foot-high barn with like a crazy high peak, and you're putting not shingles on it, which would be easy comparatively, but you're putting like slick. Smooth, like white tin. Oh man! That you have to walk on while you're like bolting it to the roof, right? So this is good. So the first day, my dad goes up and he's he makes it like halfway up. And he's like, not gonna happen. So he decides he goes to the doctor, and I don't know what doctor he went to, but he goes to the doctor <laughs> and tells him, "I can't do this. I'm freaking out." Doctor gives him anti-anxiety pills. Says like, take one. He takes like six. He's climbing on the roof. Just He's... doped up. Oh, he, got, he said he got it all done in two days. <laughs> just no was... fear. No, he just tied a rope around his waist and tied it to the top of the barn. He's like, oh, if I fall, I'll be okay. Whatever. Just like climbed up the ladder. Just boom, go for it. That's going for it. So even when you can't go for it, you go to the doctor and then you can go for it again. Going for it runs in the family. Oh, well. Yeah, I remember one time we were hiking, and this isn't even that long ago. We weren't even hiking. We were just decided we were going to go into the bush and walk around, and we ended up on, like, a cliff. It was me and a couple friends. And I remember it was, like, the day after a really heavy rain, and we, we, were, like, we were, like, walking around in the countryside, kind of. We're like, oh, there's a cliff. Hey, let's go down it. <laughs> so we're like, we'll scale down the cliff, except it just rained, and it's, like, clay, right? Like, like I would snowboarding. Let's go down the cliff, right? Yeah, because you're extreme. Yeah. Except this is like 150 feet or something. It gets a long way down. It's like a ravine, right? Yeah. So we're like, okay, let's just let's jump down it. So the first person jumps, and as he like is landing like on the side of the cliff, and he's kind of like getting ready to like kind of hold on to the cliff a bit, he looks up. He's like, whatever you do, he's like, don't come down here. He's like, <laughs> I've done something before he even finishes that. It's Jordan, our friend, is just woo. Here it goes. <laughs> He's gone. And Jordan has anger issues. So Jordan's sitting there and he's like, oh, come on, come on. You got to hurry up. You got to hurry up. And there's like, everything's okay. You can kind of walk along this kind of ravine. You can kind of scale it, except for one part that we have to get across. There's no way across it. It's like a part where water has worn down, basically like a mini waterfall has like worn down a total like dip in the middle of the side of this hill that we're on. Mm -hmm. So you have to like, jump across a big hole on the side of a cliff. So our first friend is like, and of course I'm up there and they're like, don't come down, don't come down. And what do I do? You go I down. Come down. Yeah, 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 why not? The only thing is, is that, you know, well, the first guy takes 45 minutes to decide he's going to go for it. You know, I have to sit there for 45 minutes holding the side of a cliff, like buried into it. So that I don't slide down it and like die, right? 
So I'm like, okay, whatever, 45 minutes on the side of a cliff. First guy gets across. He makes it. Second guy takes another, like, 20 minutes. And I get up to the cliff, and I freeze. I to- I'm like, you know what, guys? You guys go home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to... I'm going to stay here for a while. I'm, I'm just, okay. I'm going to chill on the club. Maybe uh, get a rope. Maybe go get a rope. See if there's a rope in the truck because I'm not going here. And plus, they've, like, worn down the one place where you can, like, jump from. It's, like, totally, like, muddy clay. Like, their footprints have, like, carved it out. There's, like, nothing to stand on. Hey, I'm standing on, like, a little piece of muddy dirt on the side of a cliff. And I have to, like, jump across this ravine. So what do they decide to take rocks and slowly drop them down the cliff? They're like, hey, that could be you. Hey, look, these are my friends. These are nice people, right? So they're taking rocks and laughing at me about getting a rope. And they're like, well, maybe we'll just call a helicopter. They can come pick you up here. Come on, maybe we'll do that. They're throwing rocks. And finally, one of my friends had a video camera. Or no, a camera. And he took pictures of me, terrified, stuck to the side of a cliff. Um, can we can we get these and put them up on the blog? I'll get them when I come home if you could find if you remind me. I'll get pictures of me like just like going fetal on the side of a cliff, basically, <laughs> while my friends are throwing rocks down it. Yeah, how far time, of a fall? So. so how far of a fall? Well, it was well over a hundred feet. Well over. <laughs> and how much of a jump? Um, just a skip maybe, or? Yeah, no, it was only like three or four feet. Just enough. It wasn't to make very you think. far. But if, if you, it's something that you could do if there wasn't a cliff below you. You know, it's, and it wasn't hard, and I made it easily. But, like, when it's – and it wasn't it, – the ravine wasn't – it was about 100 feet, but the first 40 of it was steep enough that you could, like, hold on and you would have slowly slid down. <laughs> and then, like, the last, like, 50 feet was just a straight drop into, like, a pile of stones in a river. So – you would have slowly, like, skid down the ravine to your death and then, like, dropped 50 feet into a pile of stones. Good, good times. times. Yeah. Oh. Heights. Good times. What I need to do is go to the doctor, get some pills, and go for that again and conquer my fears. <laughs> That's what you need to do, Carter. You need to go back up on that roof. Yeah. Maybe I'll you be the one to. who put them up the lights this year. You need to do it, Carter. I think you got to man up and put up the lights this year. Man up. That's a great saying, isn't it? Yeah, I manned up this week. Then I threw up over myself in the car on the drive home. Like, not 20 years ago? You mean, like, now? <laughs> Last weekend? Last weekend. <laughs> you puked all over yourself. So I was at an English pub today watching the Championship League final, and... For some reason, there was four wedding parties that came in individually to the pub. I have no idea why. But in one of these wedding parties, there was a full-blown stormtrooper. Full what? In, full imperial armor. With a blaster. And he was like the groom's best man or something. No, so they had a Star Wars wedding? Was anybody else no, a Star no, Wars No, that's the funny thing. Nobody else. Everyone was in suits and dresses and the ride was... In white, and the, the groomsman was in a tux, you know. And there's a stormtrooper with like sweet armor and a blaster, full helmet, everything. In the wedding. In the wedding party. That's and what the- I. I need to take my ruining wedding pictures to a new level. Mm-hmm. This guy has me beat. Yeah. I like- should get like a gorilla suit <laughs> and show up to weddings. Friday the Thirteenth costume, you know the, the list <laughs> yeah, is yeah, endless. Yeah. 
I have to take my game up. No more, no more sixty-year-old De Niro. Yeah, exactly. Brent, when you have your twenty-fifth anniversary, I'm gonna come extra special, extra special pictures that day. Twenty-fifth <laughs> anniversary wedding re- re- renewal of vows. Is that That's a thing? That's right. They, don't they do that on the uh, soap operas? Everybody renews their vows in soap operas because they need an extra storyline oh, arc. I don't know if that's true. I don't think most soap opera marriages last uh, more than like two years. Okay, they remarry after 25 years. Like okay. Victor Newman remarries all of his old wives. But really the old wives are played by different actresses. New actresses, <laughs> Exactly. Because yeah. Victor Newman wouldn't settle for his real ex-wives. <laughs> yeah. Victor Newman like scared me as a child. That name like scared me. What is he, All My Children? A Young and the Restless, I believe. Oh, okay. Just that name, Victor Newman. Brings a brings a cringe to my body. <laughs> nice. Did you guys ever watch soap operas as a kid? Just one. What? Passions. Oh, we're not going there right now. I was asking I honestly. I know. That's the only one I've watched. So, did you ever watch soap no. operas? No. 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 Okay. I watched Young. I watched Young and the Restless every day after school for about. Well, even before I was in school, I was watching Young and the Restless. That's what I did when I was a kid. I'd go to my grandparents' house at about four yeah. for about an hour-long pregame. It was like pre-Super Bowl party every day <laughs> where I would just watch my grandpa smoke constantly and roll cigarettes for him <laughs> for the next day. I'd have to roll about 70 cigarettes. <laughs> Holy moly. So, so I would sit there in like a factory just rolling cigarettes. He'd buy a big thing of tobacco and a big thing of like a... Uh, tubes to put the tobacco in and then i'd have a little machine and i rolled cigarettes like a little slate because my hands were little he would say i'm not kidding he actually said that like <laughs> child <laughs> so labor would, man so awesome. i would roll cigarettes for my grandpa he would smoke them and then we'd watch young and the restless and i'd go home for dinner every day for like five years it was yeah. pretty good sweet time so i'm very like i could still watch young and the restless and know most of the storyline that's how long it's <laughs> taken to develop <laughs> His hands were yellow. Actually. I thought a good way to get a look into both us at Here Comes Some Wisdom and our audience was to see what Gmail was recommending for us in our Here Comes Some Wisdom Gmail account. Mm. Because at the top there's some personalized ads. They even bragged about them being... Yeah, just for us. So you come up with a list of them also. Is that Trevor? I did look at our ads, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, what did they think we were into, and what was our demographics, and like, yeah. what well, were the, we going for? Um, maybe the end of the world. There's a, the top news story is to not confuse tornadoes, volcanoes, floods, and the end of Oprah with Armageddon. <laughs> Personalized ad, people. Yeah. So, so we could click on that and learn more about how it's not the end of the world because Oprah and tornadoes and floods and volcanoes are coming. Mm-hmm. They really know us. What else do they have? Some stuff about the Cleveland Cavaliers trying to get some <laughs> draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I seeing? How they got here? the first pick? Yeah. What else am I seeing in here? Ooh, Hall and Oates and Matchbox Twenty together at last. A live jam: Hall and Oates and Matchbox Twenty. Thanks, Google. That's that's always what I wanted. Oh, for, that's even from Hall's house. Oh, yeah. From, from Hall of Hall and Oates' fame. Yes. In his own house. I was always more of an Oates kind of guy. Oates house. No, I'd buy that. 
<laughs> They've got us their yeah, pet names. Pet name. Is that pet names like pet animal names? names or pet names for a girlfriend or something? You're sexist pig. Disgusting. <laughs> Maple walnut chocolate chip cookies video ad? Mm. That sounds good. <laughs> I wonder where they got that. was probably from you talking about your lemon meringue experiences fulfilling a dream. and Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Did you know that if you missed your chance to win a free tuxedo t-shirt last October, here is your chance now? That must be from the wedding. <laughs> yeah, probably talking about weddings and tuxedos and ruining the wedding pictures. Yeah. That's probably why it's like if you missed your chance to win a tuxedo. T- I, You know, I didn't sleep all of November because I thought last, last October I missed my chance to win a tuxedo t-shirt. <laughs> I'm starting. I'm Is starting that... to have some doubts if these are all that personalized. I don't know. Oh, starting getting a bit depressed here. Shipping containers become mobile <laughs> mini theaters. <laughs> Carter, you can have that in your backyard because you have so much junk in your house that you're gonna have to have uh, so many DVDs. You're gonna have to have your own theater in the backyard. You're gonna get a shipping <laughs> container, and you're gonna have. Casa de Carter. Clear how to clear it out. Make sure there's no uh, skeletons of immigrants in there Ma- still. Jeez. Maybe you could put um, maybe you could put your cats and dogs in a mobile theater in the backyard. You could have them. They could have their own theater. Yeah, put on some movies for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Oh, good choice. <laughs> I think cats would love Space Jam. <laughs> Who doesn't love Space Jam? This is kind of depressing. This is what Google thinks of us. Yeah. Maybe you guys should contact Google and try to get them to sponsor the show so we can get a little cash. Oh, smokeless, smokeless nicotine technology. <laughs> Philip Morris. That's Dave. Bought, yeah, Phyllis Morris just bought someone's research out for that. The big time. They've they've really got our connections. They know we know Dave. I've got to smoke a smokeless pipe now. Stat. I need one. Are you actually smoking smokeless pipes now? No, I should, though. I mean, I'm an angry old man, and it would suit me perfect. Trevor, if if your grandpa would have had smokeless cigarette, like, you would have saved a lot of... You would have had a... You could watch another episode. Small child hands. Yeah, you would have had another time to watch another episode of a TV show or something instead of rolling 70. 70 cigarettes? (laughs) Yeah. 70 an hour. That's like one a minute. That's pretty good for a little child. Yeah. It's well trained. Now, what would happen on weekends? Would you go there on weekends, too? Oh, I was there. They lived right across the oh, bush. Okay, okay. That's what we called it. See, we lived on two farmhouses. So it was my parents' house. And then I just walk across the bush, and there was, it was Grandpa's house in the 1800s. He'd <laughs> be like, Trevor's not feeling good. He's not coming over. Well, I'll send the supply over there. He can roll in bed. Yeah, he can roll his cigarettes in bed. Yeah, my grandpa would have done that, too. I remember we were out in the field one day when my dad was really sick, and we had to go feed the cows, bales, Mm -hmm. except I'm allergic to everything in the world. And I was like, it was like hay, right? That's like one of the worst things I'm allergic to. Growing up on a dairy farm with a hay field to feed the cows, that's really awesome for me as a kid. Um, So I was on the thing, and I was like turning red. Like my skin was red. I had like a body rash. I was like sneezing. My eyes were like so teared up. And my mom's on there. They're, like, throwing bales to cows. He's like, why isn't he helping? And my mom's like, 
He's allergic to the hay. And my grandpa looks at me and goes, he's allergic to work. <laughs> oh, no. I think he had something there. He's called, yeah, just like you're doing the lactose. Yeah, he towers. called me out. Mm-hmm. Grandpa called me out. No allergies. I agree with him. Allergies. Exactly. Nobody get in trouble. Um, suck my ass. That's good. The last weather report. Let's do it. Is it the final one? What about lawyer bills and football? Well, football, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell. Oh, can you, what is it? I want to know. I love what's, the report. What's when he like took off the helmet and started being the referee and then like set the bus on fire? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if Oh my gosh. Why not? Man has, this man has lived. Why not? That could be, that could be the whole thing right there. <laughs> what do you mean? There's the weather report for this week. Nick, <laughs> that was it. I took off someone, beat the rapids, and set the bus on fire. <laughs> That's the weather report. Well, thank you for listening to episode 16 of Here Comes Some Wisdom. It means very much to us that you are downloading and putting our podcast into your ears. <laughs> Please tune in next week, same time, same iTunes channel, (laughs) for some more wisdom. So, signing out, I am Brent. I'm Carter. I'm Trevor. And we will see you next week. All right, so I saw a beautiful car on a road trip I was making this week on a side of a highway. Like and Lamborghini, this, Ferrari? It was a black car. <laughs> Porsche. But it was covered in flames, bright Ooh. red flames shooting up the sides. Grave dinner! <laughs> so I, I know probably neither of you, your fancy sort of snobby people, you would not appreciate a painted up car. If we held you down, if we held, if we held you down and made you. Pick a design for your vehicles. What would you put on there? What would be like the number one choice? No, is it our vehicles? Can it be our vehicles? Does it have to be? Or does it have Something... to be a Civic? I think Civic. Okay, okay, well, let's go any Civic first. Funny. Okay. Carter? I'd, I'd want a, like an old early 80s van with no windows in the back and just put some like uh, Star Wars characters. Have you guys ever seen that? Like over For a Civic, hand. Carter. We're talking about a Civic. I, well, okay, I'd get like R2-D2 to <laughs> put it all around. <laughs> have like lightsabers as the, uh, as the taillights and have like some vanity license plate like uh, Han Solo or something. I'd make mine, like, super low and, like, all blacked out. Totally. Like, you couldn't see anything. Actually, no. Maybe I'd cover it in flames. It's a, it's really a coin flip. Mm-hmm. All blacked out, incognito, or, like, just covered in flames and strippers and stuff and, like, snakes and <laughs> those kind of things. That kind of well, vibe. You're taking, you're taking everything. Yeah. yeah something I, that the hurricane would be driving. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I want a I want a stripper car covered in snakes and flames. Yeah, I mean if you're gonna have to do it, you might as well go all in. Mm-hmm. But I think I think my 1997 Bonneville 
would look sweet with some racing stripes down the hood and over like the top of it and like on the, like all the way like you know right up the middle like white giant white racing stripes on my Bonneville. Yeah, you'll pull into uh, the AARP <laughs> meeting at Denny's, just looking pretty hot stuff. Yeah, that senior I, citizen discount. They love it. The old. Po- I, I see so many smart old people driving my car. I'm telling you, I get stopped by old people at least twice a year. In like parking lots and stuff, like, oh, is that your, uh, is that your Bonneville? I'm like, yes, sir. He's like, smooth ride, really smooth ride. It's like, yeah, I love it. They're like, it's a great car. It's gonna last you a long time, son. Good, good, good purchase. <laughs> what was Frank's Not car kidding. that we got to drive a few? Yeah, what was Frank's car that we got to drive a few times? Oh, that was a little better. Yeah, what that was, was that? That was premium. a Buick Park Avenue. Oh. That was the that was top. luxury. That was. Oh, it's like you're 17, but it's like okay, this is. Here we go. This is it. <laughs> I'm rolling in the super old man car. <laughs> yeah. Now, what did you drive before the Bonnie? It was like a Cutlass Supreme, or no? It was a an Oldsmobile Achieva. Oh, okay. I always you, felt like I was Koopa in Mario Kart. <laughs> you did do some modifications to that, right? You tried to install some. Uh, some gull wig doors or switchblade doors, right? What? Or somebody tried to install them forcefully upon you. Yeah, my doors were modified by a meth head at a bar. But <laughs> Yeah, that's another story, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> keeping with the inside joke. Keep a good inside joke to finish that off. Yeah, yeah, let's that's, that's the, car style. Music car style. <laughs> <laughs> 